your attention be on maybe your breath. Let there be a going home. Mind will do all kinds of things with these phrases, but that's just mind for you. In spite of mind, just drop it. Truly everything is okay. Whatever happens in the regular world in your life, as soon as it, as sure as it began, it will end. Everything passes. So it really doesn't matter. Really, it doesn't matter. And if your mind finds just resting and staying inside of the stillness boring, then you're listening to your mind. You're not at home in the stillness. It doesn't have any qualities. It doesn't do boring. You can call it your true self. If you need to use that as an anchor, that's fine. But if the time has not come already, it will come when you see that that's not you either. That the idea of you being anything or having any reference point is just your mind grasping on another concept trying to anchor some semblance of a a world for its own pleasure. So let's play with it a little bit. Whatever sense of stillness you have access to right now, just be there. might seem like a rock, might seem like deep, deep water without a ripple, it might feel like emptiness or a void, it might be pure awareness, pure consciousness, it might be a sense of knowing, but there's nothing known. It's just the sense of knowing. 
And these are interpretations that our mind uses in order for us to find some language. And that's fine. But only you're the one who can actually recognize it. It's inside. We don't have much language or we don't have any scientific explanation for what this inner world is, for what our experience of pure consciousness is. So that's why we use different terms because there's nothing to compare it. There's the outside world and then there's this inside magnificence. So we use things from the outside world to describe the inside, but sure it doesn't work. That's where we are so far in our evolution. There's nothing to compare consciousness with. And there's a beauty in that. So if you're checking, well, is this right when I go in and it feels like this, is this right? You're the only one who's going to be able to figure that out. If the doubting mind isn't present, you mightn't be asking, is this right? Have I found it? Get rid of the doubting mind and see what's left. Let there be a trust. If you have low self-confidence, you won't trust it either. So you can drop that old cloak of the personality if that's running. These are the things that stop us from resting in that place. Your mind is going to try to make something of it. But go deeper than that. That deep inner knowing, inner stillness. Don't fall asleep. Some of you have your eyes open and some of you have them closed. If there is access to the inner knowing, 
do the opposite with your eyes that you're doing now and see if anything changes. Play with that. When you're ready, open your eyes and see see if that depth, you still have access to that depth. And vice versa. What happens if you look around? If you look at various things? Do you still have access? Or does the optic nerve stimulate all of your attention to tune into the external world? Is there complete and total resting deep within, but yet looking can happen? might find that your eyes are looking in a softer way. Let nothing bring you out of the the core, the essence, the inner reality, capital R reality. Nothing is worth bringing you out, you know? Nothing. (coughs) Nothing. Going out just causes suffering. If you haven't recognized that yet, you can do yourself a favor and take my word for it. self-realization, living 24-7 with access to that capital K knowing within. You're coming from a different place. It's there all the time. But somehow the trade-off seems to be worth it, to plug into the outside world and the me-my story instead of coming from that inner place and let life happen. Your participation in life will still be demanding. And sure, the experience of life can still happen. But against that backdrop of stillness, of the rock, of the untouchable, immovable, Whatever in life has juice that pulls you away from that, is it really worth it? Really? Hmm. Mind will spin all kinds of stories about 
won't be able to, you know, get lost in this and that and the other. And that's just the next story that mind is throwing up. It's all garbage. It's all garbage. Whatever story mind throws up is garbage. It's only out for its own selfish means. It's a very selfish piece of energy, you know. It's all about me. And any story will do. It's all about me. I like and I don't like and I want and I don't want and not much else really. Just the next distraction, the next distraction, the next distraction. Ad nauseum. All against the backdrop that is your 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 humanity. Your humanity is is the backdrop. Because that's the the pure awareness, pure consciousness. That's the purity that manifests through your form. You think about it, it's kind of madness to leave that exquisite nectar. (laughs) It's kind of madness to leave it, no? What on earth is worth leaving it? What? What has greater exquisiteness than that? I I haven't found anything. Tried a lot of things, but I'm afraid it wins hands down. Everything can still be enjoyed, you know, but from a different place. Life still happens. But your connection with life is very different. Because you're coming from that knowing, that stillness. It has it all. It's rich, beautiful, exquisite. It has it all. Yet we trade it and end up at satsang in order to find it again. <laughs> Please put me out of a job. Really, <laughs> put me out of a job. There's no need for bells and fireworks and these are just experiences that pass. Sometimes there's a big phenomenal experience in order to herald the going home. But it's as simple as this. There's no need for any big spiritual experiences at all. If they happen, they happen. 
part of the mind losing its fight. Rest in that which is outside of all stories. Rest in that which really has no name, really. I can use a label, but really it has no name. Rest in that in which your mind can only get a slight echo of, and it will doubt it. It will doubt it. Or it can bring up fear. There it's strong vices for getting you back into me, myself, I. very simple. And from here, being fully human, from here, being fully human can happen. Because it's natural, it's innate, and the knowing, where you don't know what you know, the knowing has a flow to it. It can lead your action. It will use your functioning mind to participate, to plan, to engage. It will use that. It has no interest in your thinking mind. If your thinking component is activated, you've left it. That's when the trading happens. Are you there right now? Or did you get caught in stories I was talking? Is there still access? Inner stillness. is there still access? Have you drifted into the thinking mind again? Is there still access right now? You can't make yourself go there. It's like a falling into it. A dropping, a letting go. Something relaxes. This is kind of the route to it.
and this pure consciousness. It has its own pattern, really. This is where mathematics can probably add something someday. But it has its own pattern in how it manifests. And it seeks to be as clear and transparent as possible. There will be turbulence if your mind has a layer of conditioning or some old bit of suffering that has set itself up as a filter to modify your behavior. So it's like if we have pure consciousness and it moves forward, but you've got a layer of conditioning that comes in which diverts it. It's like a filter that bends the light. It just bends it. And this is why we do the work, is to drop those filters that bend the flow of pure consciousness. It still manifests because all of it is pure consciousness and manifestation. But it gets rerouted a bit. And that always creates suffering. There's a, some kind of bit of grit in your sandwich, you know? There's a bit of sand in something. when a filter is playing like that. Something doesn't feel right. That fluidity, <clears throat> that natural movement is compromised in somehow, somehow, and you know it. You'll know it. That's discernment, that knowing. That's discernment. It's like something not authentic here. I'm playing a game somewhere. I'm running from something. And these are the gems. It's like, whoa, opportunity, opportunity. To remove, dissolve, and see through some filter that's been compromising your full expression of humanity. That's why we do the work. So the pure consciousness is uninhibited. So that the body mind is in service. That's why service is such a beautiful tool along most spiritual paths, is that the service ultimate service is for your mind and your body to be honoring and supporting the manifestation of pure consciousness through your form. It kind of clicks into place. It's like a, oh my God, I missed it. <laughs> there was this other agenda manipulating things. And consciousness allows that too. It'll allow that too. But when, when there is that alignment where, where there's a knowing, your own integrity, your own honesty is what's going to let you know that you are serving that essence. But there's something that's known when that alignment happens. That whatever action you take whatever it is you do, there is a knowing that it's, it can't even be questioned of whether it was right or wrong. We play that game in the world, we use that language, oh, I'm sorry for doing this, da, da, da. 
we play that language, but there is a knowing that this is the way it has to flow. Because of your own honesty, your own integrity, checking in to see if there is clarity, that there is an absolute bowing down to your, your purest humanity shining forward. And no matter what happens, all doubting, all questioning, did I do the right thing, what happened there, it all stops. It all stops. Even if you crash the car, it's like, gosh, did I lose the plot there? It's like, no, actually, no, there wasn't anything going on. It's just a clash of energies that had to... That just had to unfold and that's it. So life becomes very simple. You don't have to figure things out. You don't get caught in emotions. It's just very simple. Your experience is stillness and peace and calm. And yet, engagement with the world happens. And nothing is lost. Nothing. Just looks like that for mind, but nothing is lost. It's rich, full, complete. There's no absence, there's no lacking, there's no need for distraction. It's like everything is just enjoyed, you know? to battle that and just give it to you, you know. <laughs> you have it already, you see, that's the thing. Okay. And the game is removing the obstacles so that that can be the experience 24-7, you know. Remove the obstacles for yourself. Give yourself that gift. Remove the obstacles. But it means being kind of fluid, loose. It means dropping some values that were contracting you, dropping some beliefs, some attachments that are just contracting you. They're not doing anything else. It's mostly just bad habit, you know, that keeps those things in place. It's just a bad habit. We picked it up someplace along the line and then we just kept doing it.
So let's see if we can remove some obstacles. <laughs> like a story about crashing the car. <laughs> <laughs> When you're a, a foreigner in the U.S. and you become a resident, you have six months to get a U.S. license. So, you know, I logged on and I thought, what, this whole book to read this thing? And I'm like, things that are really kind of dense and of the world, it's like, they're, they're just not that easy, you know? Anyway, I didn't do it. <laughs> and then, you know, Two years goes by, and the insurance company calls my husband and says, Did your wife ever get her license? But well, we're removing her from the insurance, and he goes, Okay, babe, okay. Like, you know, like, okay, uh, uh, okay, I mean, I, I, I really want to do it. Like, I need to get it done, but I can't, it's just not happening. And he's like, All right, don't be giving me that non jewel stuff, man. You know? <laughs> Another year goes by. <laughs> and two months, no insurance, no nothing. And I'm like, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine. She said, but Jack, how come you're breaking the law? And I'm like, isn't it weird? <laughs> I thought if a cop stops you, I'm like, I've no idea what's going to come out of my mouth. I have no idea. But if the experience of being arrested has to happen, I mean, I don't know. If it's weird, but I just can't do it. Lo and behold, about two months ago, my husband, he's studying a lot. So he was going away to New York to a class. And he left, pulled out the book, read the book, just just continued at it that evening, finished it the following morning, and drove straight to the, whatever you call it. The, the DMV. The DMV, exactly. Stro- drove straight to the DMV and did my test, and that was fine. Got the test. So the whole thing took like 24 hours. And uh, five days later, I crashed the car. Did you have Get your yes. Oh, yeah. He did. He phoned them. Yeah. He just phoned them. He said, "Look, this is my life. This is my wife's license." Yeah. He did. He phoned them. Thank heaven. He was like, "Oh my god." He was the one who was nervous, but I was like, "It's just not happening. It's, just, it's genuinely not happening." Like the character wants it to happen because this is the this is the game in life. Of course, I want to obey the law. Like I don't want to break the law, but so. <laughs> But I never got stopped. Nothing ever happened, you know? It's weird. It's like, what the heck was that about, huh? You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. my spine yeah yeah hence all the pillows and stuff fractured my spine last August how did that happen I, I myself my husband were rough housing <laughs> we were re- wrestling on the sofa <laughs> I was pushing him off me with my knees we were just playing like, as we do we used to <laughs> pushing him off me with my knees and I, I was strong core because I swim I paddleboard or I used to paddleboard and I, just this crack this crazy loud noise my body went into shock yeah, I, I fractured a vertebrae and compressed it and blew two discs. 
ripped my psoas and other tendons. Anyway, it's healing. (laughs) Yes, but I spent 10 weeks lying flat in a hospital bed in my kitchen. (laughs) Yeah. God's Leela. God's Leela, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And some something about my pace changed. Something changed inside, you know? Um, and as a result, I'm winding down the touring this year. Mm-hmm. Just winding it down. Um, and the, the push to writing, it's always been there, but there's never been enough space because I, I, I can't. I can't do both. I can't write and travel. It's just two different energies. Um, and I'm going to write, yeah. That's what I'm going to do and work more online and travel less. Yeah. My body feels much older. It's bizarre. It's like, wow, I feel older. I feel old. Like, it's bizarre how, how it just shifted. You know? So, Jack, going back to your example of the driving test. Yes. As you said, it's it's bizarre, the incident itself. Yes. What was your interpretation of all this? That it rolled the only way it had to, the only way it could. I, I, I can't push against the flow. And I do try sometimes because logic says, Jack, this is stupid. You're actively breaking the law. This is stupid. Like, stupid. Do you know? My logical, practical brain says this. But I can't push against the flow. I just can't. I just can't. Um, so it, it gave me an opportunity to, to really check and see, is there anything? Is there anything playing that's making me not do this? Is there anything? It, and I could never find anything. I'm like, no, apart from the, like, the difficulty from my intellect to go into something as you know, that's very much of the world, apart from that difficulty. But could I push through that? I'm sure I could. I, I can be disciplined, you know. I'm sure I could draw discipline and do it, but yet even that didn't work. So it just reinforced. Mm-hmm. The play doesn't bow down to the law. doesn't bow down to logic sometimes. It often does, but sometimes it doesn't. And, and whom do I serve? Logic or... Or the essence. Now, would it be fair to say, generally, the little that I know of you, you're very practical. Yeah. But in this particular instance, it didn't transpire as such. Yeah, didn't. But in one way, I was practical enough because I had my license and insurance five days before the crash. So the practicality did rise mm-hmm. at the perfect time. Yes. You see? But it just wasn't to be. I've no... I mean, I've no... I know it just seems stupid, illogical, inefficient, but yet it can play like that too. It's my only conclusion, it can play like that too. Mm-hmm. And if there was any part of me that was able to second guess the flow of consciousness, it ain't there now. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, you just, I just don't know which way it's going to go. Me, the Jack character, doesn't know which way it's going to go. And, and, and it's in charge. And it has to be in charge. Let's get this party started. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doubtless mine. Uh, great, uh, great introduction there. 
Uh, when I was a teenager, I listened to a lot of, uh, I still do a lot of uh, rock and roll, things like that. Mm. So there was a line in a song, uh, it goes something like this. This is how I remember. Look at doubt, I cast you out. Be gone, your ragged fall. Wow. Yeah, that popped into the... That's a great mantra. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for kicking it off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a good one to just yeah. churn it, churn it. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I did my homework. Good. Okay. So I've got my list here. All right. Okay. So... Give people a brief uh, context for those who weren't here last night. Oh, I, I asked a question last night. Uh, what did I ask last night? Give me a remind me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So um, my premise, based upon uh, Jack's uh, introduction. Um, On, um, <laughs> yeah, people are remembering down there. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was like you were pointing to an equanimity, a, a peacefulness, a, a quietness. Uh, I'm trying to find your exact word, but uh, I can't find that. So, uh, anyway, uh, a very good introduction. You should get the recording, and you can follow this whole <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so. Um, Freedom, yes. So it was about freedom. And my premise was, after listening to Jack, I, I, I came up and talked about, well, uh, one can't really be, have freedom. Uh, it seemed to me there was a contradiction, because every, every, every way that I could try to seek freedom is the, still the seeker, the person seeking the freedom, uh, can never seem to find that freedom. So... Uh, I was I was introducing the idea that well <clears throat> it's very well that um, wonderful introduction to freedom and that uh, you know it, it brought a freshness of looking at freedom but then to try to pursue it is just a contradiction in terms because one can't be freedom one can't have freedom there's no ownership of freedom mm -hmm. the owner is the mm -hmm. is the problem right and so so um, Jack pointed out to me that maybe this was kind of a trap and because uh, this was a way for me of like having a, a paradox of there is freedom, but I really can't do anything about it. So Jack very quickly suggested to me uh, to write down some things that would um, that would kind of show me where I, you know, the, the tight knots that keep me from yes. some freedom. Yes. And I don't think you meant from the ownership of freedom, but for the That's way right. of speaking, practically speaking, I appreciated your approach. So I made the list up very quickly, and I hadn't changed it. My thoughts about it have changed, but I want to start there and, okay, and, great. and, and get through this rather quickly because there's a lot of people here. Um, so um, the first one was, uh, was anger. And then the second word is anger. So the first word is anger, and then in relationship, it's about. So... We always get this duality when, when this personality speaks, right? So it's anger about. So the second is desire. And you spoke of desire later on. I wrote this down before you spoke of it, but anyway, it's self-identified. I don't think there's anything unusual about any personality uh, with any of this stuff. No? So desire and for. So there you are, the desire for. So yeah. always the duality, right? 
So, uh, and then the third one was resisting. Mm. And then the, the connection with earth into duality is resisting. And I put down this, it could be that, or whatever. So these are three things that I, I found like were very practical mm-hmm. in terms of speaking to the uh, speaking to the traps that this personality finds himself repeating over and over and over. That is keep, keeps this personality in the circular motion of of the mind and specific to this personality. So um, I, th- I thought of some other information to give you. Um, coming here today uh, to, to tell you more about how this personality works, mm-hmm. seems to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it seems to work in these two opposites. Uh, you know, a calm, a peacefulness. And that calm and peaceful can go, peacefulness can go to a dysfunctional aspect of, like, depression. So, ah. okay. So, the, and the other side is, is you know, very very concisely, very uh, detail-oriented, very much in the mind of, you know, figuring things out in the world. Uh, that was what I did as a profession. It served me well. I made money doing that. I was in the technical aspects of things. So served me very well, uh, very technical, detail-oriented, you know, sign off the drawing, get the thing produced, you know, get the customer happy, blah, blah, blah. So, uh, and even, even now, I am re- actually retired from that, but I find that serves me very well, practically speaking. So, uh, so some may call this like bipolar, maybe the professionals, because if you go bipolar, you get to the depression. And maybe when I get really active, and I don't see it as a dysfunction, but I want to get active in a functional mind, I'm, I'm very much there. But that also, there's a loss there. There's a loss of being aware of other people and whatever. I just have to do what I have to do. Do you get so, high on it? Well, the, I think that I've experienced some highs on that, but I don't think I've experienced to the high, to, to, to the full degree of being uh, diagnosed as bipolar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That being said, I don't go see therapists very often. So, you know, this is all kind of relative. So um, I've never gotten into this mode of like, you know, just going on and on for like people, some people that are diagnosed this way. My understanding is they'll, they'll do something like for days on ends and weeks on end. Sure. No, I don't no. do that. I can cut off and I can go yeah. to this. I can yeah. go back and forth, you know. Yeah. yeah. But the other side is depression, and I don't think I get on the full bipolar side of, you know, yeah. hyperactivity over a long yeah. period of time. So that's a little information about this personality. And when... when I don't, I don't see that as a disturbance because sometimes it's like, um, you know, I can have like uh, the rock and roll station in the background and yet I can function very well. It's almost like uh, there's someone, something working in me that uh, is, is rather efficient. Uh, I can't do that with a TV. The TV is too distracted. I get into detail with a TV, but I've turned on the radio in the background. You know, I can do my computer stuff and all this, you know, whatever, blah, 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 uh, you know, stuff that uh, is functional in life. It's no problem. So... Um, so back to the uh, back to the three. So anger, mm. anger is the is a big trigger for me and gets me into this mm. routine. Mm. And then desire, I mean, anger it's desire, desire is desire. What's well, you know, it's like you know, okay, that's it's no rocket science stuff. It's mm. Buddha told us, you know, it's the you know, that's the start of all the uh, suffering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I mean, resisting though is just another aspect of desire. So it's mm. like the opposite aspect, right? Mm. I want this. I want to push that away. Yeah. So um, that's kind of my bundle right now, and um, I thought I just thought I'd come up here and, and throw that out and yeah. see what you had to say. Yeah. All right. Do you see it as being weak if you were to surrender? Yes, to some degree. Mm. Yeah. 
When you mix resistance and anger and desire, it... Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a funny blend, you know? And you're right, everybody has the same stuff, but we're, we've all got slightly modified cocktails of the same stuff. So, yeah, if you mix the three of those, to, you've got a fighter in there, a warrior. You've got somebody who kind of... Uh, that's, that's A warrior and a warrior... Warrior and a warrior, very good. Yeah. Yeah. So if he was to break down that warrior, warrior, yeah, you see? If he was to break down and become soft and become the actual thing that he would probably call a wuss, you know, there seems to be some, some belief system that's maintaining that because that's, of course, that's the identity, no? That's because when those three things are running, you're furthest away from the stillness inside. So then, of course, this is where the identity has invested itself at this stage of life. It's like we've got it down to these core things and these three things are doing it. And they're doing it because you're believing them and they're running, they're believing them. So therefore, you have a value in what they produce together. So the opposite is where to go. Mm. A lot of fear just came up. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So the opposite. The opposite. Yeah. Play with being the opposite. The thing you've run from, the thing you judge, the thing that the personas that you absolutely don't like, that you are holding the opposite mm-hmm. yeah. light for. Yeah. Become that. Play at being that. So that you see the insignificance and the pain that's involved in both. Ah, okay. And you'll find your balance in the middle. So actually go to the polarity of the, the other side of whatever. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Go to the other side. Yeah, 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 doing actually the opposite. And I'm saying that is because the three of them, as you talk about the three of them, it's like, oh my God, look, look at the cocktail. It's like I'm looking at the summation of the three of them. The antithesis, practice being the absolute opposite. The guy that you think is just, has no spine, wouldn't fight for anything, no matter what. Is weak. Has no opinions, won't stand up for his opinions. Who just can't manifest a thing. A waster, really. What was the last thing? A waster. <laughs> you know? Do you use that phrase, no, a waster? No, 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 that's a, it's it's British. British. Oh, right. wonderful. It should be wonderful. totally California. Oh, waster. okay, a waster. Yeah, yeah. It's a waster, like, just a, you know... Good for nothing. Like. Yeah. Slacker. That's Slacker. Slacker. Yeah, Slacker. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Slacker. I like that. Yeah. 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 So, so it, and because we actually are all of it. And the inner knowing knows that. It's like we're all of it. And when you go into unity consciousness, you can see that it's seamless and that it's all the same. Well, then, well, then it should be fine to be a slacker or a waster. It should be fine, shouldn't it? Because you're that anyway. Yeah. You see? So play at being it and embracing it and feeling it and taking up that space and the other guy will lose his power because your value for him will have lessened. Because you won't value him if the other one is okay. If what you're running from is actually accepted and okay, his value will be breaking down. That's the approach I would take on that. So it's like, ooh, I'd really like that, whatever it is. I'd really like to go there. I'd really like that person as a lover or whatever and it's like all right what would the waster do here 
Yeah. Got to be careful on that one. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, the menu is there, you know. Cha-ching. <laughs> but you know. But, yeah. But, but yeah, I, I take it as an example. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> any of the three, any of the three that are playing. Yeah. It's like, okay, let's do the opposite. What would the waster do here? What's the opposite? Great. Yeah. And say, okay, I'm really pissed off about that. I'm really angry about that. All right, okay. Okay, there's anger itself, and then I'm really angry at that, because you're able to see both. There's anger and there's anger towards, and you can see the split. It's like, all right, okay. So a guy who I would think is a total jerk, how would he respond to this? Yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) Turn and walk away. Turn and walk away. Yeah. You might find that the, 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 the jerk actually has some wisdom. So that's why let's explore him and you'll find the middle. Because the ego is always extreme, especially when, because I remember when you were, we were talking about this last night, trying to kind of figure out what the patterns were, you were saying that it, it can be like even a couple of days that, you're, that something is running, yeah. you know, before you get a distance from it. That's pretty solid. That's pretty solid. All right, you've got a high value on it. Yeah, well, maybe it's a little bit of the manic aspect that... Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe, but that's fine. Yeah. It's all surmountable. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Play right. it being the jerk. Okay. Yeah, and see what you learn. Really become that persona. Good, good. Yeah. Thank you. You're, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. Yourself, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a lady here after. Okay. Hi there. Hi, how you doing? I'm very well. How are you? Pretty good. I was happy that you came back again. From last year, I, I got an interesting breakthrough on something. But Great. I'm in a real great resistance to doing this. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> fantastic. And as I was thinking of resisting, I realized that what would happen, what am I going to do if we come up with a solution? What are you going to do if I come up with a solution? If we come up with a solution. Yeah, yeah if the resistance is dropped. Because I don't dropped. think I want the solution. Aha, well done. <laughs> if, I, if I have the solution, I'm going to be completely different like I was when, I, when we talked about this last... But I, I, I think I was the first person somehow. For some reason, nobody wanted to talk, and I, I just and um, I, I said that I was involved with something that you bring the mic a little bit closer. I said that I was involved with something that I was. I, I didn't know that I was holding on to it, and I can't remember exactly because now I'm really getting confused because I don't want the solution. Yes. Because I know that if I unravel this, yes, there is no Tito anymore. Yes, <laughs> yes. I mean, I know this is because essentially, what I need to unravel and I and uh, is connecting into meaning. Uh-huh. Because connecting into meaning is that bridge between you and nothing and as soon as I become nothing I'm where you were talking about this morning where it's you, you just 
consciousness. You're just awareness. Yes. And there isn't anything else. The mind itself yes. doesn't matter. Yes. And sitting here now, I'm getting close to the solution, and I, I, I'm really in resistance of becoming nothing. Yes. <laughs> because nothing is... I mean, nothing is like... There's no mass, there's no form, there's no... There's no... no Because I insist in my mind that I don't know how to disconnect from meaning. Ah, that's the barrier. But I actually do know how. Of course you do. Because I'm doing it right now. Yes, it's unraveling. I'm all around, I'm I'm walking all around this, and I do not want this to happen. But yet you're sitting up here. Right, because (laughs) I I had to drag myself up here. I had to do this because otherwise... I know it's hard. To, hard no, I totally to, get it. I totally get it. Yeah, I, I know. I know because I, yeah. I can see. Yeah. You, you see, I'm that close. Yes. To letting go of this illusion. Yes. And I, I really don't want to. It was so nice for 7,000 years. <laughs> I mean, it was just beautiful, you know? Yes. It's like, yes. I had a lot of stuff, and it got taken away. Yes. And it flowed back. Yes. And then finally I came down to this place right here. They, they, you know, the, the whole, all the colors are different. I think what I had to do is acclimate to the idea that I, I, um, I don't exist. Okay. That non-existence is just what it is. Yes. Okay, that's all that goes on. It's all, it all whether, I'm, whether I am conscious of it or aware of it or are participating in it, what is, is is, right? But the fact that I don't connect into the meaning of it anymore, and I, I just watch it happening, for want of a better term, it's like scary. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, I, my, my overall goal is to actually achieve this state. Yes. You know? Yes. The show is over, Tito. The show is over. The show is over. You who is resistant is going to die. It's inevitable. It's not in control anymore. It never was. Thank you. You know, I think I'm really primarily here to to be in this frequency because I've been feeling really quite heartbroken. 
Um, you know, nothing big. It's something that everyone goes through. But I just feel that for so long I have been plagued uh, for several years now um, by financial limitation. And, you know, it, and I get that there's a profundity, a going deep. There's something about being profoundly authentic about something that we don't want to do that. So I guess I'm looking to see, because you talk about how you get to a crossroads, almost like the Christian symbol of being the light bending and you're not going forward, you're being distracted. And I feel, and I would really like some guidance in seeing where it is that I am off the mark somehow, because it's a profound waste of, of human capital, of consciousness, to worry about paying your cable bill. You know, beside it being embarrassing and stupid. And I've, you know, I've practiced law, I've been, you know made a lot of money, but for some reason at this point, my husband and I, that's where we are. We don't blame each other. You know, we've been together 35 years, raised great kids, all that, but that has just been something that has just been there for so long, and I just would like some guidance on how to address that. So is it true that there is the reality that the bills exceed the income? Right. But then there's also the worry about it. There is the worry, and there was a lot of fear, and it was really interesting because I did come to a place, and I've been in this work for a long time, and uh, uh, so I really did just profoundly let go and say, okay, if I could just be released from the fear, let me do that. Yes. And, and that has happened, which was really, okay. that, and so fear was falling away. Okay. And so I don't okay. have, the energy's not tied up in that. Okay. It's just kind of a, a, a loss of like, really, there's, there's something... This is not, you know, it's kind of when you're experiencing pain and your, your, your hand is on the stove or something. Okay, obviously there's something off here. And so I don't see it. Okay. That's okay. It. So, so, yeah. So the fear is gone. There is... Minimalized, yes. It's minimalized. All right. right. Is there worry? Some, yes. Yes. Some. Okay. So is there an emotional response? Uh... A sadness. A sadness. A sadness, I think. Uh, um, but I do feel also that that energy, in a sense, does its work also. Yes. In other words, I do yes. feel that there is there's that uh, constriction, a kind of profound grief that you can have uh, in a situation. And there is a lessening of that. There, I do feel there's a sense of transmutation of some of that contraction. But I, I and I do get a sense too that perhaps this is an elongated, very elongated sound barrier where you kind of go through. You talk about the turbulence that comes up when you do release and allow that energy to just be there because you sort of don't know what else to do okay. at this point. So okay. it's not tied up in a lot of contraction, right. but it's it's just mm -hmm. kind of just sound, sort okay. of grief. I would say. Yeah. Here's what's happened. Okay. Um. Uh. It's like a little. Change your words, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've hooked into the frequency of universal consciousness around not having enough money. Some of us who do this work, when we go into, you know, the, the non-dual perspective... And we see that everything's connected and, you know, you, know, you get that non-dual, beautiful, like, separation is gone. You've, that unity consciousness, there's a certain zone, I suppose, where that unity consciousness 
picks up a frequency of universal thought, universal contraction. Mm-hmm. It's like there's a, there's a grey area. I've seen this a few times. It's rare enough, but I've seen this a few times of where where um, where somebody their perspective is actually coming from unity consciousness, but what they're hitting is the unity consciousness in connection with something that's unresolved in their phenomenal life. So what they do then is they hook into the universal thought frequency about that phenomenon. Mm. So you're connecting to thoughts that actually aren't your making at all. And that's what's running through your system. Mm. You've got a, you're hooked into a larger thought process about lack. Mm. So I'm going to give you an example of another person whom this happened to. And she, she's very clear. She's really very clear and has like huge gaps of, of, of you know, in the self-realized place, like huge, huge months at a time. And this one thing that keeps coming up was that she would turn into whoever her customers or her clients would need her to be. She would just kind of completely and morph. And it's like, why the heck do I do it? What? And what it was, was that somehow the non-dual perspective went, there was a little glitch in, this, in, in, in how her brain interpreted it, mm-hmm. right? And so what she did was she merged into the energy of the other person. And instead of, of hanging out in the interconnectedness, but holding on to some autonomy, she lost the autonomy and merged into what they needed her to be. And once we saw it, she saw it herself, actually. We were in dialogue and she saw it herself. And when she saw it, click, gone. It just fell. It just was like, oh, my God, it's universal consciousness. I'm not holding my own position. I plugged into something yes. because, because I was just, mm-hmm. it was a little glitch in the system, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of what you're feeling, we've got to tidy up and see what's purely yours mm-hmm. and what is universal thought, universal emotion, universal thinking about lack. Right, so it's just been magnified by this. It's magnified. So in order to go anywhere with it, you've got to separate it and find out actually what's mine. If I stand in my power, what's going on here? If I stand in my own energy, my own self here. Mm -hmm. Right, you have the capacity to go, you know, to to hit the universal, of course. You you know the non-June state, you know it. Mm -hmm. You know, and hopefully prior, you know, outside of that too. But in the non-dual state, you're, you're, you're not in the non-dual state. You don't have that perspective around lack. Mm-hmm. What you're doing there is you're tapping into the universal thought about lack. Okay. Yeah. Right? That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So we've got to, before we see what's really going on around you and the absence of money, we've got to, got to cut off the part of you that's tuning into and absorbing and, and being a, 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 a vocal point for the universal mm-hmm. thought mm-hmm. contraction around right. the absence right. of money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm being used yeah. by that frequency. Yeah, yeah. Run yeah, by yeah. and run by. Yeah. You're run by that frequency, yeah. Okay. You're run by that frequency. Well, I would love to start yeah. parceling this out. Okay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so take a bit of, of, of time to actually look and say, okay, me mm-hmm. and my personality, like, how does that deal with not enough funds? How, wh- what's my, my own genuine response? That's what we need to work on. Okay. But right now it's all mixed up because what I'm picking up from you is this is group consciousness around lack. Mm-hmm. It's not actually yours. It's not matching with the work you've done on yourself. Mm-hmm. It's not matching. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that's the feeling I get. Yeah, like, it's just so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's at odds. It's at odds. Mm-hmm. It's at odds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Thank you. And so the thoughts, like, if if these are the ones that are in universal consciousness, I don't know if they've dropped into you or not, but I'm just gonna okay. try and paint a picture like it. But it's like, you know, I, I deserve a break, and it should get better. And um, you know, why is it like this for so long? And at this stage of my life, I should have more. And this is what this is what's there in the package. Mm-hmm. That's universal stuff. That's not you at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not. Mm-hmm. You can't do anything about that. Your job is to disconnect from it. Yes. Yes. And be in the non-dual state and, and see, well, how is the absence of money viewed from here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And find that. Find that place okay. so that you can be in the non-dual state around the money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then we'll see what's left. Mm-hmm. What else it's teaching you. Mm-hmm. It's like a glitch in the frequency. Okay. Okay. Right. So you have a bit of work to do to clean it up? Um, what's yours and what's the, what's the universal? Right, right. In other words, well, and just, um, and I do do this, I pull away from the thoughts that, that do come. I mean, I've, that's been my practice. Uh-huh. Um, and I just continue to do that. And I think just asking perhaps for guidance to see what, what is mine. Yes. What yes. What is mine and to, um, and to just see, I suppose, and then once that, that would be the next step. Okay, when I do filter out whatever is mine, then looking actually at, the frequency that sustains whatever yes. and focus on the frequency that is allowing that thought of lack to be there because it is just yes. frequency. It's just a frequency. It's just it's a just, frequency. It's, and it's just, it is the, it is the, it is everything. Yes. And, um, and so not allowing that frequency there to um, take on a modulation of limitation. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Good. That's very helpful. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Probably I should sort of sit with that. Yeah, um, exactly. And even and I, even like I'm a great one for lists. Surprise, <laughs> surprise. <laughs> uh, you know, it's like okay, this is my experience. This is what happens. This is the emotional bit. This is the, mm-hmm. the thoughts. This is all the stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now looking at my character, what would be her response to not having enough? Mm-hmm. Okay, you'll find that the what your experience is much much longer than what your own genuine response would be, knowing your own character. Mm-hmm. That's another way to kind of like, oh my God, so all this that's running through me, actually, I can't shift it, I can't do anything about it. That's always going to be there. Right. That's the universal experience of lack. It's always going to be there. Right, right. That's the potential for lack to give suffering, the mm-hmm. experience of suffering to people. That's <laughs> Right, and so just you're, you're denying, you're refusing the, the suffering that is being offered. Yes, yes. Yeah, you got distracted. You, you just tuned into something else. Right. And Actually, women tend to do it more than men uh-huh. to tune into a universal thing. And it's part mm-hmm. of our kind of taking care of others before yes. ourselves. Yes. We tune into the universal and sort them all out. Mm-hmm. And it's part of that wiring going a little bit of short circuit yes. because we'll take care of them. Do you know? So, right. so, oh, my God, I can feel the pain of everybody else. It's a bit of that kind of yes. frequency, yes. that sort of thing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and the women do that. Yes. Yes, and it's of no good at all. We're just suffering ourselves. Exactly. Actually. Yes. Completely. Yes. We're, there's some Wasted kind of time. like a, some kind of weird sense of nobility of bingo of doing that, you of have suffering it. for others. Because when That's you were right. talking about actually the other person kind of modulating their behavior based on whatever was needed, I you know I can see that. I'm, I think a lot of women particularly can. Oh yeah. well, I will be whatever it is you need. Yes. And maybe that comes from the home term, whatever. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, good. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, you're very thank welcome. You. Happy unraveling. <laughs> <laughs> Great.
Hello again. Um, wow, now I can't even remember anything. Um, okay, flow. The um, the feeling of no choice, of not being in choice, of just being in flow. Remember, you said stay with that. Yes. That's where it's just, there's no choice. You just do what's next. Oh, yeah. It's just the flow yeah. of what's next. Yes, yes. Um, how I'm noticing that there's flow and there's pull. Okay. There's two different things occurring at the same time. Okay, describe, give me a little bit about each. Okay, flow is just an understanding that this is next. Just It's not a right. thought. It's not a, yeah. it's just a knowing that whatever's next is next. There's no judgment about which action is taken. Uh-huh. There's just what's next. Uh-huh. And then there's pulls, um, which has more urgency. Ah. Does the pull have desire? Or can it be, is it completely without any thought or any concept? Both. Sometimes ah. it's completely without thought or concept, ah. and sometimes it's associated with desire. Okay. So both happen. Okay, you've got to clean up the pull thing. Okay. You've got to clean up the pull. Yeah. Because for me, yeah, there's, of course, there's the flow. And sometimes the flow is like not happening. Like do my driving test, you know? Like, yeah. It's not happening. It's not happening. So, and that's the flow too, that it stops, yes. you know? It's yes. like the river hits a rock. It's like, okay, and it goes into a bit of a whirlpool and spins and it just takes time, I guess, or something. I don't know. It has its own natural method of moving on. And then there's a pull to do something. Like there's been a pull to write for some years. Pull to write. And writing little scraps of thing, but not happening. Actually not happening. But a pull to write. Now, both of those will be there. But if there's desire in the pull, that's messy. Yes. That's messy. And I'm just starting to really see how the, the ego is throwing is pulling into the pull to complete an agenda. Yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Like yeah. there is the understanding that the flow right now is is moving me away from San Diego. Okay. And that's just, and there's some resistance. There's sure. a lot of resistance to be in here, um, which tries to pull judgment in. Yeah. All kinds of things. Okay, you can see it. And, and I'm seeing it and just, it just is. Yes. Um. And then I'm seeing this pull, this, this, okay, the flow, I'm, I'm, I know that it's time. It's just, this is just what's next. Yet there are people in the proximity Mm. of where the flow and the pull is going Uh that create a desire for a timeline associated with agenda. All right. And so the, what has what I'm trying to do is just see that and not allow it to be what is happening. Okay, okay. Is there a smoother way of integrating what what demands are coming from other people? Um, Because sometimes, you know, if 
sometimes other people, what might first appear as their agenda is actually really worth taking on board. Here's what I do. If people say something, I always say thank you and I take it on board. It either sticks with me or it doesn't. Do you know? Somebody's giving me advice or guiding me in a different direction and, and I always receive it. So I always take it in and I'm always appreciative of it. Sometimes it's like, no, I'm not, uh, no. Or yes, absolutely, that was a lead. That was a lead. Yeah, there's, this is more about my desire rather right. than their agenda. All right, okay. It's, it's ah. a, I'm finding desire. Right. Is pulling into the flow. Ah, right. ah yeah, yeah, yeah. That and then to trying to guide up. the flow. And, and no have, option but to pull out that desire, Grace. See yes. through it, don't honor it, don't honor it, don't honor it. It's contaminating something that, you know, an, an energy that guides your way on. Don't follow those desires. See through them and chuck them out. It it is, um, yeah. It's real. It's real core stuff right now, with regard to which desires are popping up. Uh, there's a halfway house with desires that might work for you. It's like, okay, I hear the desire. Let's see if it works out like that. Let's see. Let's see how it goes. But I'm not going to be in your timeline to meet the desire. Uh-uh. Yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to do there's the pulls very very strong and and only just now realizing how intertwined they are it's interesting to pull back and go no today is just the flow yes yes today is just this yes yes it's just this um with i watch you see things up here like you're really good at just seeing through and pulling up what 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 is what is sticking what is sticking here that's keeping it in 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 dualism mm. i'd like to see you planning a little bit taking some time to plan, like planning your exit from San Diego. And then it might or it might not go that way. But actually to plan. I have a list. All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's the list. Okay. Yeah, just to plan something because it tends to give space for the personality to contribute to where it can go. I'd like to see some part of the personality more more engaged as part of the team following the flow in a grounded way. Yeah, I'm, that's the list in each day okay. is the list of what needs to be done that day. Okay. And, um, and then you got thrown into the flow. <laughs> Yay, yippee. So yeah. the list went out the window for the weekend. Sure. So, yeah. But yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really making sure that's happening of, okay. of all of what is practicality and, yeah. and physicality. There's a lot of physicality going on yes. that needs to be addressed. Needs to be here. addressed. Yeah. So there's all of those appointments to yeah. do. Yeah. Um, be practical. Be practical. Because the part of you that's, that, that's easier to be up there than to be grounded. Yes. Being, being practical will make you be grounded. 
Yes. It makes you be grounded. So it's like, let's have common sense here. Yes, that's it. Engage common sense. It's like, okay, what's the common sense approach to this? Pull that in. And you'll find common sense is actually, you know, it's, 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 it very much goes with the flow. It's rare enough that common sense doesn't go with the flow. It's rare enough. Yeah. Yeah, those are the things, that's what keeps me from floating away. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I want to see you more grounded to consolidate this a bit better. Yes. Okay. Apply common sense. I know it sounds very simple, but actually it, it's going to take a bit of work. Yeah. Yeah, it has been. It's been taking quite a bit of work. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Are there big delusions floating? I don't see them right now, Grace. I don't I, really. I don't feel them, but I'm always aware that they can come in of in course. a second. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Getting grounded is what I want you to see you, coming right into your body and really, really anchoring an awareness in your body, pulling it all in. And if we kind of spiritually advance too much and we haven't integrated it, that's what I'm trying to do because you've done a lot of stuff, but it's up there. You know, and it's like, come on, come on, come on, we'll bring it into the body before you advance even more, do you know? Yes, And, and something... This is happening really fast right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've shifted an awful lot since I met you last. An awful lot. Yeah, and just in the last month, it's just been... Okay. Whoosh. Okay. I feel that... Right in this moment, I just felt another... It's it's like that. I mean, it's... Yeah. comes like a rush. Sure. Okay. Stay a new in vibration. Your body. Ordinary body physical stuff. Come right in. Because it's got to be anchored at every... St- stage or otherwise you, you won't be able to function and I want to see your functioning capability increase yes increase you know so that the full embodiment happens happens as we go that doesn't flow naturally for you you know yeah 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 out of body sways oh wow yeah 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 <laughs> yeah yeah. Okay. yeah yeah you've mastered so many different dimensions but like come into the body come into this this solid yes. place yes with that, though, there even with practicality, there is, like she was talking about the financial stuff. Mine's a mess. It's a disaster. Mm-hmm. It was getting better. And then I, there were choices that were flow that mm-hmm. made, made it crazy. Okay. And if common sense was applied to that flow, I wonder, would it have been the same thing? Yes. There was common sense applied. Okay. Yes. Great. Yes. It wasn't just do, it was, this is, this is what's next. All right. And the knowing this is what's next. And right. And it'll clean itself up or it won't. Okay, I don't hear much common sense there, but okay. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the way things are. You clean them up or you don't. And, and okay. either, either you have nothing or you have something. Okay. And, um, there's... Do you hear the absence of common sense? <laughs> but there is but you still... don't even see that there's no common no, sense in that. It seems common sense to me. Yeah. It either is or it isn't. And, and um. each day you do what you need to do. And, and I haven't stopped bringing in, and I haven't stopped creating new avenues to bring in. Uh-huh. Um, the going out isn't, doesn't feel like a choice right now. It just is. That's where you think the common sense is lacking in yes. going out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the denial and the delusion. There is the denial. Yes, yes, there's a total absence of common sense. Yes. Practical. Yeah. In the body. That's where common sense happens. 
Whereas if you're not in the body, you actually can't find common sense. You can't find it. Yeah, it all seems perfectly. Of course, it's just going as it is, and it's fine. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I either have yeah. something or I don't. That's right. But if you're in the body, it's like, gosh, my body has needs because, and so okay, common sense would be applied then, and 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 that needs to come in. That that needs to be lined up healthily, so that your consciousness can flow through that. It needs to flow through that. It needs the filter of common sense. But everything I need is always there. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that, I mean that that seems illogical but it, it is it's just I never lack yeah is that uncom- not common sense uh, uh, you've made it work for you I don't understand um, you found a way to to, to, to make it acceptable because you can apply your spiritual tools so well I can accept what is I can you and you found your that your 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 spiritual work has helped you to be fine with having or not having but actually the expression of how you're living life is being compromised because of lack of common sense but it's disguised because because the spiritual uh, uh, conditioning is going to make it acceptable to you exactly as it is anyway, whichever way it is. <clears throat> but everything manifests. Uh-huh. As long as I do everything that is in the flow, everything just... Common sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So try something. It's okay. like, okay, just, just, just... It, it's just a game, but it might be very significant. It's like in three months' time, if I apply common sense, what would my life look like? Like, give space for common sense to, to, to stretch itself a bit, okay. to play a bit, to inform you, so that you can start welcoming in that frequency. Okay. You've got great survival modes. You can survive. You're a survivor. But there's actually... You've had to learn how to be a survivor because of the absence of other things. Oh, that's part of what's flowing. That's part of what's moving me north, is the common sense that there is a place there to be grounded. All right, good. All right, so... Okay. Yeah, so common sense is guiding All right. the okay. underflow. All right. Or the flow. All right. The current. All right. Okay. The, there is this knowing that it's time to ground. All right. It's time to be in a place. All right. To leave the door open to movement. Bringing common sense in absolutely every moment of every day. It has to be integrated into how you see the world and into the flow and the pull. Okay. And then don't follow the desire. Oh, gosh, no. Pull out those desires. Okay. Yeah. Thank don't you. Don't follow them. Sure. And I know it's a little step outside of what, you can, what you're grokking. I can see that, but I'm still going to put it there. Like, no, no, it's good because this is happening really fast. Yeah, yeah. And this is just all there is. It's just, yeah. It just it, nothing else matters. I'm just yeah. doing everything else. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. It's it just is. It yeah. Doesn't matter. Yes. Yes, but that's a perspective. I know. I know. I'm aware of that too. Yeah. And so that's hence the list and yes and the how to make it. Yes, it can get easier for you. Thank you. Sure. Well, we have a little cup of tea. We just take a little breather, a bit of a stretch. Yep. In there. 
So um, from there, I can see the thought are, uh, you know, we fooled by it. We're fooled by thoughts. Yeah, but yes. it is not real. Um, it's just getting finer and finer to see it. Um, Well, when I when, when I'm here today and listen to people talk, you know the things, the thought getting more activated. <laughs> um, so um, I started believing those thoughts again. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, well, but since I'm here, I'm just to tell you my personality, and because I have a question, specific question to yeah. ask you. Sure. Um, in, in all the way I grow up, you know, I'm kind of a positive kind of a person and always achiever, um, always mm-hmm. satisfied with whatever it is. You know, I'm mm-hmm. just a generally very happy person, but very driven, uh, yes. goal-oriented. Um, by saying that, um, now I, I can kind of relate it to the problem I encounter because from very early on, I, I just saw it, you know, there's no self. Um, you know, have a lot of glimpse, um, but then my energy would tighten up very uh-huh. quickly. Um, it tighten up in my body, uh-huh. or in the chest, or in my, or in my. And head. the glimpse would close. I would close mm-hmm. very quickly. Um, you know, right now and every day, I just saw it. Just a glimpse. Oh, there it is. There it is. And, you know, it's completely relaxation. Yeah. And, and uh, it's, it's nothing special. It's just is. Um, uh, yeah. But it's not easy for me to go deeper than, than that. Even though I have numerous limbs during the day, throughout mm. the day. Mm. Um, especially when I do certain activities, it's always been, always there. Like what? Give me an example of what makes a glimpse appear. And appear? Okay. When I go into the car, slam the door. Uh-huh. There it is. Ah, okay. I just did the, the whole thing. Hmm. Or I brush my teeth in hmm. front of a mirror. Hmm. And just everything is just, just is. It's all three, six, the third, 360 degree. And just did the whole, yes. whole thing. And... Uh, but because this kind of energy, tightening energy, um, make me harder to. Um, some sometimes when I when I saw it, and I just keep going for a little bit of distance, and then the the energy would tighten up. And instead of looking in the the whole thing, uh, I'm my energy towards whatever the holding up. Especially right now, is behind my nose, behind my mouth. In, in that location, it's okay. always go there, and then my tension goes into that specific spot, uh-huh. and holding on to it until next time. You know, just either I forgot, you know, either I doing starting doing them, doing things, other things I forgot, or just all of a sudden, oh, there's no effort needed. It is effort. It's the effort. Yes. Because in my life, the whole life, I'm achiever. I uh-huh. try to get something. I try uh-huh. to do something. Uh-huh. And the pr- very productive life kind mm-hmm. of thing. So, you know, I, I just came, came into this kind of conclusion. That that's why probably um, is tightening. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I'm just trying to see, is there any advice? Didn't we talk about this before? Last year, <laughs> last year I was complaining about my headache. Yes. Because my energy, I can't do meditation. The energy goes sort of to my head. But um, during the, this few months, and I find some kind of a release. Yes. Uh, it started moving down moving quite down. a bit. That's right. Yeah. Um, but it used to be on top yes. here and here. Yes. And now it's, became, it's, it's very painful because it's causing me headache and air raining. Um, and I feel the pressure so awful. <laughs> so we're now on the next level of doing the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> So it's, it's here behind me. Here. Yes, and my, my tension goes to there. And it's still about the contraction, still and about contraction. the pattern of your life of like I'm efficient when I'm contracted. I can yeah. achieve more if I put in effort. Right, right. I just can't let it go. Really? Well, actually, I I did something. You know, uh, trying to relaxing. I went to Costa Rica, doing nothing. Yes. Okay. For for uh, six days, hmm. basically. Okay. And I. I almost like broke my uh, feet. I can't do anything. So I was just laying there doing okay. nothing. And after, after that, I feel so relaxed. Yes. And I'm starting to see the space, space awareness. Yes. You know? yes. But then I contracted again. Why? What pulled you back? Achieving. I'm trying to achieve something. I'm trying to so, so get it. So when you're trying to achieve or trying to get something, you must still have a huge value on that. Because you're choosing that over the stillness. So at some level, that's more important to you than the stillness. I think it is not... Um, it's more like the, the, the energy trying to go run to the same loop. I'm just trying to make an effort. Okay. Uh, if there is someone here and I'm trying to achieve something and I'm trying to hold on to something or uh, prolong preferred scene. There isn't somebody there who's achieving something. The contraction is creating the idea of somebody being there. Periodically, I see it. I see that. Okay. And especially when I see the symphony of everything, you know, just this space and everything appears. And this is part of the appearing. I can see that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But still, the, the illusion sets in quickly, yeah. and yeah. The, I forgot. So what would it be like to just, you know, not be efficient anymore, not to be useful anymore, to be just kind of hanging out? Doing what you have to do to get by, but just hanging out. Let your standards drop drastically. <laughs> what would that be like? Really, what would that? Could you do it? I don't know. Well, it's like the train keep going in one direction in the same speed. Is I don't know if <laughs> if that's going to happen dramatically or you know just cut off. Probably it's going to be prolonged in the same kind of thing and slow down a little bit and little by little probably. 
because in in my whole life I'm I'm achiever. Uh huh. Yeah. But is that done or not? I mean, have you achieved enough, or do you just have to keep achieving to feel that you're doing something or worth something or whatever the mind has come up with? When is it enough? It's never been enough. It's never going to be enough. No, it's never going to be enough. Yeah. So you're going to wait until you're dead for it to stop? or <laughs> It will stop then, for sure. And that would be a sudden stop. You know? That's the train, like, stop. <clears throat> or we can stop now and live life in a different way. I would love to stop now. All right, then. So let's drop the idea that it must be gradual, huh? Now, your standards are going to drop. Your mind is going to play all kinds of tricks, like, oh, you're useless and you could do so much. And look, that needs to be done. It'll be so easy for me just to get up and do that. And it's like, actually, I'm going to let it there. And things are going to kind of fall apart around you. And your mind is going to go, you should be doing this, you should be doing this. It might play like that. But you put your feet up. That's it. That's it. I've lived one way. I'm going to live another way now. And put your feet up. And only do what's absolutely essential. And your mind won't have a clue of what's essential because it thinks that a lot of effort is essential. That's the way to do it. That's yeah. the way to live. So your mind hasn't a clue. So we've got to tune into another place that says, all right, I'm hungry. That means I need to prepare some food. That kind of basic Peeling right back to what's just essential only. That's really dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> That's putting the brakes on that train, huh? It's really dramatic, yeah. We're not feeding the achiever anymore. So there would be no reason to crank up that tight energy. And it will be you will discover that it's like an addiction. You're getting yeah. juice out of the speed. Right, right, it's yeah. an addiction. Right. You love the adrenaline, adrenaline that pumps. You love it. Yeah, yeah. So there will be a detox phase, and it's not going to be easy. Might be easy for the first six wow. days, but yeah. Then, then we're looking at an addictive pattern. It's an addiction. It is definitely an addiction. Now I'm sitting in front of you, and I can see that even. Simple work. I try to do faster and yes. over, you know, over to get that buzz. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. When you get tired, do you still push through another little bit until you oh, have nothing yeah. left? Oh, always, <laughs> every day, always. Yeah, I'm overachiever. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So even when there's a signal of tiredness coming from your body, uh-huh. one more step. Yeah, one more push. That's addiction. That's an addiction. It's an addiction. It's fine, but it's good for you to know it because it's like it's not going to just disappear. It, there's going to be a craving for that buzz, that feeling of achievement, that rush of adrenaline, that sense of 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 you know getting something done, of being efficient, of managing right. loads of things. Yeah. This is your drug, huh? This is your drug. So there will be so, a detox phase. So intentionally yes. not do anything, yes. not achieve anything. Yes, give up the drug. Mm. Because it's creating the illusion, huh? Mm. 
So initially it might be okay, I'm going to do nothing unless I absolutely have to do it. But where I'd like you to be really is recognizing, whoops, there's the rush. There, I'm, I'm planning on doing this and I can feel the rush starting. Forget it, don't do it. Sit down, don't do it. Every time the rush is building, don't do it. Give up, so, give up the drug. Um, so in order to change my energy pattern... And I can loosen up. Yes, of course, yeah. you, you will loosen up. Mm. Of course. And you live longer and healthily because you won't be pumping so much chemicals inside your body. Yeah? Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's an addiction. That's the only way to think about it because that's what it is. That's what it is. Thank you very much. Everybody faces me. Oh, Helen, you did so much. You of know, course they amazing. do. <laughs> yes, of course they do. That's yeah. part of the, the drug cycle, huh? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Sure, you're welcome. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Can I just sit for a moment? And you can and do anything you want to do. In the stillness? Sure, sure. I'm, I'm kind of lost. That's all right. Lost happens too. Yeah, just be there, huh? It's enough. Your frequency or your your energy, I think, is is beautiful, but it's it's kind of messing up my depression. Uh, I was here last time you were here, and um, since then I feel oh, I'm going south, not tropical south. Yes. <laughs> and um, things I thought I knew, I don't know. And my mind or brain, however, you know, is not really accessible like it was. It's just not functioning with clarity. Yes. 
So there's I can't rely on that to bring myself to another state and if I try to meditate or do breathing I just get a headache and this is kind of new and, and I don't really know the only little inkling I have that something I could use would be is energy somehow to do a cognitive interrupt or to do an, an opening or something. Or, um, see, I don't think I'm explaining it particularly well, but... Um, you, you do do something like that, is it? I no. don't. Oh, right, okay. And I just had a glimpse of maybe <sighs> energy work, which, I mean, I know this is satsang, so maybe this isn't the right time. Fine. Not at all. Listen, I, 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 everything is available, really, you know. Mm-hmm. Because I was, yeah. I noticed a couple times last night, and a little bit. I mean, I can tell, you know, when you're in dialogue, I could hope it's okay. But I seem to unconsciously be able to tap into the energy that's coming to you, so I know what's going to happen. I can't translate it like you. So there's some sort of something not totally given up or yes. dead. Yes. Yes. But. I, I don't know what to do. So since we met last, is it old stuff that's churning up? What's the content of the depression, the going south experience? Or are there stories? Is it emotional? Is it no, I'm not good with stories, but um, emotional. And, and it manifests in uh, yeah, low, low, low motivation and, and a lack of energy. Um, I mean, many years ago, before I first, quote, became ill, uh, whatever, another story. Well, I have stories. Yes, okay, indeed. Okay, let's use them then. <laughs> anyway, I, about a quarter of a century ago, I had they told me I had chronic fatigue syndrome, myelencephalitis, or whatever. And then, so for many years, I couldn't work, I couldn't do anything. And um, so I just slowly crawled out of that to, to a degree. And then, like, the depression came later. Huh. It's how I, I believe it, but, um, but I come from a family, I think, or my father had depression, but... Um, so it's not it just that's how it manifests at the moment it's just my isolation and just not being able to even read really something that would be beneficial and I was trying to read your book and uh, again and that just like you know two paragraphs of something and my brain just hurts yeah okay so tell me about this insight about energy work. I don't have anything to tell me. I'm just um, wondering if there are another path or is there... Mm. Mm. Um, mm. Maybe it's just... I don't know what it is. I'm just looking for you know, a way to 
create more spaciousness, shall we say, to help remove the blockages or whatever. Um, what kind of blockages are there? Or is it all physical? And physical, emotional, physical, emotional. Is it in that, is that where it's rooted? Or is it rooted in story? Well, my, I get my, my, I would say physical, emotional. Mm. But to, it's kind of hard to separate a story from that. Okay, but does the story come after? Or is there a story that gives rise to the physical and emotional experience? It's like the story comes later, really. Yeah. And then that just, that leads into victim. Yeah. 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 So what do you get out of being a victim? Do you kind of wallow in it? I mean, how, how, how deep do you get, how much juice do you get out of it? Is it a love-hate thing? Is it? Great juice and victim, you see. I want to see how deep you're in. That's your job. Uh-huh. And I may be deeper than I think. I, I, you know, if it's unconscious, um, I've never you know, considered a persona a victim myself, but um, Can victim and hope co- coexist? Sure, sure. But yeah, hope is just a concept to try and you know give more space to victim. Really, they usually go hand in hand because they're helping each yeah. other out. And they're thought that way, but I, I mean, I, I see that. Mm. Mm. Yeah, hope is just a concept, future-dependent fantasy to keep you hanging out in some unhealthy place. Okay. So what do you need from me? More insight into how the victim uh, charge? Okay, so you're getting something out of victim for sure. You, you know, that because victim runs because you're getting something out of it. But what I have found is that with depression, there tends to be a few things that are in place. One is that self-confidence tends to be very low. Bingo. And two is that there is usually an inability to express anger, but being angry at yourself and criticizing yourself is where the anger goes. It comes in instead of goes out. Yay or nay? Yay. Okay. Not in a good way. Yes, that's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
and the 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 third one is is uh, it's around one-on-one relationships that when we connect with others that we're running a loop about being self-conscious is like rather than just the exchange or the communication just being what it is it tends to be a reflection of how I'm doing and do they like me and there's this undercurrent kind of um, stream of thought which which is like am I okay, am I okay, am I okay that is underpinned by an ultimate fear of being abandoned or not safe not actually good enough on any level so not safe We're there too. Yeah, yeah. We're there. I think that trust um, is a core issue for me. Okay. Trust in the universe. Um, yeah. And yeah. You know, it's sad, but lately it's like I'm just not getting what it's like to be human. Yes. There's just, I know there's a better way. I don't, I mean, I'm failing at that too. Yeah. 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 So consciousness is running the experience of depression. It's doing that well. Genuinely, it's doing that well. But if you've had enough of it, then we can do something about it. But it will mean you can't hide. Change will have to happen. If you're done with it, we can give it a shot. And that's your decision. There's juice in depression, you know. And it seems like a brittle bone of, nah, I don't like, the juice is, maybe it is, I'm not seeing it, I don't, I don't want it. Um, because probably for many of us, I mean, we're, you know, the part of me that just knows more, I mean, I'm, that's the only part of me that seems to have validity, it's like, it's this clairsentient, I mean, I know some things. Yes. I mean, I don't know them, but there's a knowing. There's a knowing. Thank yeah, I mean, I don't know shit. Yeah, sure. Excuse me, but it's, no, it's, crazy. it's real apparent what I don't know. Um, yeah. And what the world at large doesn't know, and and I have bad boundaries, and I just feel all this suffering, and I see the world is unhappy, and I never saw that, and I don't like it. Yes. Yes. So my, my view is... It's, uh, you know, not real, so. Yes, it's not real. Uh, we can try. I mean, I would 
earlier there was a gentleman saying, maybe it's uh, saying about that's a similar thing about being totally real and making, and that's frightening. Why is it frightening? Well, I mean, it's. I don't have a ready answer, so. Um, Let's try this. Is it dangerous somehow to be seen, to be visible? Is that unsafe? For me, yes. Aha. Uh -huh. Right, this is where we start. You don't waste any time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we start. You've created some kind of a disguise, a cage, a, a, a grey blanket around you to kind of, which has now locked you in and is bloody uncomfortable because it doesn't fit anymore. And this kind of coating that you've put around yourself, you've convinced yourself that this is going to enable you to be safe. And I'm saying, if we're going to go about shattering it, pulling that down, then you're going to be visible. You're going to have to find your autonomy, your confidence, and your ability to participate in the world, which you have, but you've just kind of gone off track a bit. But being visible has to be okay with you. Tagging, it's unsafe to being visible is just your mind. That's just the ego. You know, this, this kind of classic depression, I call it classic because it's in a spiritual way, it's a classic. It's when we're moving towards truth, the light, we're, we're, we're on that track of waking up. And when this depression comes out of that, it is the ego saying, whoa, look at what I can do. And when it goes full blast, where total identification with it, it comes out as, as depression, as this physical, emotional depression in my body, no motivation, and the, the classic three questions that I asked. And it tends to be the ego saying, okay, okay, full steam ahead here, we're in danger, we're in danger. And so the ego sets up this blanket in order to shut down the light coming towards you. It's fighting for survival. And it generates this this casing. That's what's happening to you. Okay, I, mean, I kind of say my brain is, but um, I, I get what you're saying, I think. I mean, in, in one in aspect of the overall. Yes, yes, it's bigger picture stuff I'm talking about. So it's, it's, it's your, your, your inner knowing part that I'm talking to. It's like, look, this is what's happening to this character. This, because this is what the ego does when it's, when it's like, whoa, I smell grace coming. Shut down. Shut down. And that's what it does. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm getting shut down. Yeah, you're getting shut down, yeah. yeah. Pretty far along. Yeah, sure. It's fine. It's just the ego's way of, of, of fighting for survival. And it creates... It creates identification to such an extent that there's actually no window at all because it's taken over the physical body. It's stopped all motivation. It's taken over. It's taken bled into the whole thing. You see? 
I do. It makes so much sense in um, whatever sense is. Yeah, sure. Sure. All right. But, okay. So do we bow down to the ego and its game? Or do we say kind of like, well, fuck you, really. Sorry, but <laughs> it's got to go that strong, you know? <laughs> If you can see that this is the ego fighting for survival, I'm talking to the part of you that knows that, who says it makes sense. That part of you. Then its game's kind of up. Because you can see it's just a mechanism to actually stop grace from getting through. Well, we can't have that. I mean... You've had it. But if you can see that that the ego is just creating this to keep out grace. Okay, now we're making progress. Whereas if the ego is still finding counter-arguments to negate what I'm saying right now, well, it needs to spin another while. Do I somehow need to love my ego to release? I need to love you. Love you. Love the guy that's in there having this experience. Totally, completely, unconditionally love him. If that means loving the ego in order to kind of fully embrace the whole thing, then do that too. But loving it in a way of like, I see you, I see you fighting for survival, I see you. And, and grace made you, you are grace, but you think you have your own autonomous identity. But you are grace too. So, hey, you know. That way you can love the ego, yes. Yes, somehow maybe it's because I'm not tuned into it, the idea of being my Viking self or something against the ego is a little strong. Stop and the idea mm-hmm. of okay. you know, being compassionate seems more appealing. But, Perfect. Okay. But, again... It's fine. What do I know? I, no, don't being. negate it. Don't negate it. If that's where your lead is going, then let's, let, let's follow that. Then it's a lesson in compassion, huh? Okay. Having compassion for yourself. Total compassion for yourself. I mean, does that seem... Oh, yeah. That's another route of the same, going after the same thing, the other side. Sure. Yes. So, compassion for yourself has no victim. We've got to really be clear on that. Because victim will try and bleed into everything. So it's compassion because simply there's just a load of love for he who's having this experience. A load of love for the experience itself. A load of understanding and acceptance. Not because of pity or feeling sorry for him. None of that. 
but just pure love that holds him tenderly. But without pity, without the judgment, anger. Unconditional compassion. Yes, I mean, I do see, and well, not to see, I mean, I feel what you're saying. And the critic or the whatever that's going, well, you know, I don't have experience of that necessarily, so. Uh-huh. But yet you suggested it. So you must know what it is. I, I feel I have open compassion for others in the world but you know the world is fine that's not in sitting in this chair it's not so fine yes because that's the ego talking it will do anything to stop you focusing on healing you just to maintain itself It is your own suffering that's making you see other people suffering. That's a mirror thing that's going on. There's a lot of joy in the world too, but you're not seeing it, you know? That's because you're just, it's just a mirror operating. It's not a true perception. I understand that part of the mirroring, actually. Um, Good. I didn't realize that the strength of it, maybe, or something. Um, yeah. Listen, the ego is in trouble. It knows it's in trouble, so it's, it's fighting hard. Because it's, I have joyful side, and yeah. especially and music, and it brings me alive. Um, mm-hmm. But, or just watching a child walk in the sidewalk. It's, yes. I mean, but, okay. So how, if, if how is the right verb there, um, do I begin this practice how to have that compassion. we're speaking of, you know, without necessarily reading more books? <laughs> sure. I so, think I'm done with Yeah, sure. You know, no, I, it's, I got it all. I, I yeah, just, yeah. It's, it's all there running somewhere. around in circles. And, it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, know that this, this is because Grace is knocking at your door. This is why this has come up, right? There is nothing wrong. It's just the ego fighting for its life through what we call depression, right? That's what it is. It's okay. I feel that that's that's a salve almost of saying that there's okay. really nothing wrong. No, there is nothing wrong. No. I um, I appreciate very much you saying that. Okay. You, you. Sure, sure. No, there is nothing wrong. Really, there isn't. So what we're going to do is we're going to just love it until it dissolves. Because the, the, the components that make this kind of depression show is always an absence of love. Because it's in the suffering end, which is the polarity of, of unconditional love. So we're going to go after it, the character, with total compassion. So that means the moment... Self-consciousness is happening, have compassion for yourself. The moment that you recognize you're criticizing yourself, have compassion for yourself. 
the moment you're annoyed with yourself and you're pissed off at something, it's like have compassion for the one who's running this painful experience. Your go-to is compassion every time you spot that there's something running through your mind which is indicative of depression. When you wake up in the morning, have compassion for the character. Have compassion for the body. Have compassion. Just love it. As you go to sleep at night, cover yourself in love and just have compassion for it. And the ego will say, I don't feel compassion. It's like, no, I'm sending it to you. My knowing part is sending it to you. Kind of just repeat that last part again about my knowing part is... um... Is the source of the compassion. The ego can't come up with the compassion. It can't. It's the recipient only. Okay, that, may I get that? Um, but. Okay. So the knowing part, your deeper part, that is the source of the compassion. Compassion flows freely from there. If the ego is talking too loud, it might be a good idea to like, okay, I'm just going to tune in to feeling what love is right now because I can't find it, so I'm going to have to create it in my head. And it's always soft and accepting and non-judgmental, and that will start the flow. Okay. I just... That is kind of... It's been a good flow because when I first sat, I was looking for some sort of energy word or some interrupt. And so here you are offering the interrupt that I was wanting. Yes. Yeah. You're magnificent. No, I'm I'm reflection of you, you silly Billy. (laughs) (laughs) Your mirroring is changing. I am you. That feels... It's truth. Beyond good. Yes, that's the truth. That's the truth. I was wondering earlier that there's no end in sight for me. It's in, you know, I feel more like the past is what the word is. 
hand. So I don't know the time frame or what the, the deal the universe has, but... That's the adventure. That's okay. I wouldn't be concerned about that. It's the experience you're having having now. That's 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 as good as it gets. That's all any of us have. Like what's happening right now? Is there compassion or is there the ego having its way? I just have one last, another thought, but it's kind of seems small compared that. Well, compassion will lead. It leads all things, in a way, I think. True compassion. Yes. 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 I mean, I was going to ask, uh, I guess I am about financial because, you know, I, I don't want to, it's a shame, I want to go back into the story, but, you know, it's... Anchoring in compassion for yourself, that's more important than, you can't buy that. <laughs> no, I, no, I can't. It's, you can't buy that, it's more important. Yeah, I know it is. It, oh, yeah, I, I never have, you know. Yeah, yeah you'd be all right. You've got to start off. That's all i got to say to myself. I'll be all right. Yeah. I, I'm working like half time because of this hand, and so I'm living on retirement, and, you know, um, it's pretty on the edge. Sure. And, uh, but that just. Yeah. Why give it any more energy? Don't give it any energy at all. Don't give it any energy at all. Just simplify your life. Just only spend what you absolutely have to spend. Just, that's it. And don't think about it. Just be practical. Don't think about it. Well, I, I, yeah, I will. Uh, yeah, I am very practical, actually. Good. And, Coming here, maybe I consider it practical because it's well, it's survival. <laughs> Absolutely, it's survival. I mean, Very good. Very good. Yeah, it's survival. Good. Yeah. Are we good? We're good. Okay. Well done. Well, back at you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, how, how would we manage our time, John? What time are we going to today? What's our story? Five. Yeah. Okay. Let's do another one then. Are you okay for another little bit? Do another one? Okay, and then we'll have lunch. Okay. Sweet. I think I need help. Know myself. Mm-hmm. Capitalist self, or yeah. 
there's a lot coming at me at the relative level, but I see, I know, I get past it every time. Yes. Is it possible for a teacher to help you? Help you in knowing who you are? Sure, that's the idea. (laughs) I meant, it feels like I'm trying to speed it up. Ah. I know I'm doing the work. It's happening all the time, every day. You know, things happen, then you forget, then you see it, and then you appreciate the hardships that are coming because you know the purpose, mm. why it's there, mm. to make you see that none of this is real. Mm. But there's this desire to stay in it longer and more and more and more. And that's the help I'm asking for. Okay. Is the desire rejecting? In the desire, is there a rejection of the phenomenal life, of, or of the perspective of separation that makes the phenomenal life appear real? Or What else is in that desire? Meaning, like, am I running from life? To, yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't feel that way. Okay. If, if anything, it feels um, every time something happens... And I go within and I'm sitting, and a huge releasing happens where I see, ah, this is perfect, this is perfect. Uh And then it comes back again, and then you see it. This is really, like this morning, I was just, and it's a matter of seconds that you can see it, and more and more of seeing is happening. Yes. But as the seeing is happening, the relative stuff's getting stronger too. Huh. It's like a battle between the two. I'm not afraid of what's happening here. Yes. But there is a desire to stay in more of who I really am. Because when I'm Experiencing that, I see that this is ridiculous to live life like a person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it makes no sense. I'm yes. unable to love Dean anymore mm-hmm. as a person. Mm-hmm. I cannot do it. Mm-hmm. The only time I feel love in my heart towards him is when I'm feeling, I'm knowing who I am. Ah. And same with my kids. So I'm just sitting here wanting you to help me. Give me a little bit more of what I, whatever it is that I need to do at this point. So I'm suspicious about the last question I asked. Mm-hmm. I'll go back into it again. Okay. So if, there's, if life plays a certain way when you're in the person, mm-hmm. and there's an absence of love, is there some idea that that's wrong? Because you're saying, it's there when I'm in the self. There is love. What? What? I'm like, ooh. The, mm. 
If we have such a big difference between the two, what's going on? I think my body and my mind is rejecting or myself is rejecting the person that I believe myself to be as a result of which contractions are happening, which is drawing attention again to the reason why it's there. Are you kind of sick of Celine? Yes. Yes. Right. Right. Yes. Because when Celine is absent, there's pure joy. It's just easy. Easy, easy. Then is there a rejection of Celine? Um, At that time? When the ease, ease is felt? Well, no, when she's absent, it's uh, obviously, you're, you're, it's fine, no? The experience is lovely. It's lovely, but it's seen that Celine is really not real. That I'm not... I mean, there's a laughter that comes out in seeing that I get caught up in this play. Yes. And I participate so, like, it's real. Okay, can you change your connection with the Celine character? Right now, like... Yeah, let's mm-hmm. explore it a bit. Mm-hmm. Because um, yeah. you're moaning about her a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. She's not, she's, she, she, she doesn't love certain people in her life, and bit sick of her and I know that was my words but but it's like when she's not there there's joy and everything flows and it's like well what's wrong with her is there must it's like in there somewhere there's some sort of a rejection or a judgment or something of her it's like she's the problem mm. in some way it's like mm. I've been trying to include her and embrace her actually mm-hmm. it's like she gets dissolved in the self she gets dissolved and she merges with it and that's what makes her disappear Mm-hmm. She melts into it. She's not the problem. And it's like your mind in some way has, has uh, created a duality. There's the self and then there's when the story is playing. And then this is gorgeous and I love this, but then the story comes up and now mind has kind of got a problem with the story part. Mm-hmm. But actually the story part is like an extension, an extension of consciousness. Mm-hmm. And I'd like you to see it like for what it is. It's, an ex- it's, it's when consciousness forgets who it is. She pretends to be Celine then. Mm-hmm. So, so, so how could there be a rejection of her? She's not, she's not recognized as being an expression of consciousness when she's been rejected. Mm-hmm. Because I'm thinking that when the stories are being played, that I'm buying it, and when that drops... I see it as not real. So I feel like, why continue like that? Okay, but the only way she's going to fall away is not by a rejection of her, mm-hmm. but by kind of embracing her and seeing that she's not potent at all. She just does her thing. And, you know, she's just a, like, a, like, I don't know, like something just... An exterior casing that, that is, a, is a, you know... A, a, an, an interface with the world you know and that she has her bundle of habits and conditions and ideas and sure what difference does it make and that's okay yeah so she loses her potency yeah 
but there's no judgment of her, but she loses her potency because you can see through her. But right now she's very potent because she's upsetting everything and she's taking you away from the self. She doesn't have that power unless you're rejecting her. And the rejection of her is what gives it the potency. Mm, because it becomes a lie. Then it becomes a lie because the energy is in rejection. Yeah. You see? Okay, yes. yes yeah. I see it. Embracing. Embracing all of it. And seeing her in her game and having a laugh at her, you know, in a loving way. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the, you know, I, I talk a lot about loving the character and self-love is actually a critical part of it. This is a version of the same thing. It's like if she's melting in a manifestation of the divine, there is no divide. There's nothing actually wrong with the character at all. There can't be. There can't be anything even wrong with getting lost in the character. Right. There isn't. It's, that's only when you're in the character do you see it as a problem. Yes. So every part of the character, if it's viewed from the wider view, from the totality, mm-hmm. every part of the character is actually fine. Yes. So some parts of the character are only viewed from the dualistic view. Hence, she's a problem and she's not able to love. And mm-hmm. You're viewing the character from the dualistic view. Yes. And I want you to learn what it is to view all of the character from the totality, mm. from your knowing place. Yes. All of her. That means seeing all of her. Mm-hmm. All of her, not hiding from any part. Because right. if we're hiding, we can't do it. Yes. If we're denying some part of the character, we can't do it, actually. So it's a great test Yeah, when you said including everything, uh-huh. all of it just feels like so right. Yeah. It kind of completes the picture. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wow, that's helpful. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Yes, I know it's going to... I'll need to work on this. Yeah. And uh, But it feels right right Great. Now to hear that. Great. Yeah. The mind is accepting yes. that this, this, yes. Yes. To work on this. Yes. To look at it. Yeah. 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 Good. Thank you. Good. You're very welcome. Thank you. Very welcome. You'll go with yourself. And then we'll pray. Yes. Can I ask a quick question in regards to that? Yes. So when I was talking about the Yes. Is, is that kind of the same thing as in everybody? Like when we're all energy and we're all connected, it's like accepting everybody for how they are. If, if there's total acceptance of yourself, the, 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 the knock-on effect is that others appearing as they are is just a given. The acceptance of others as they are is a given. Because your view is inclusive. So if you have embraced all of your character in your wider view and you're hiding nothing from that character, from yourself, really, you know, it's about some part of you being kind of melting the character with all lumps and bumps into the wider view of what you, what you are, capital S. A consequence of that is a new perspective on how to view others. Because they're in the totality too. 
And so them as being different doesn't appear so much. And somehow there is space for like, whoops, I'm not going to pursue a friendship with this person and this person I would. And yet that's actually fine too. That doesn't actually show up as a rejection. That shows up as a natural movement of your personality and it's kind of honoured that you move away and move towards. Do you see? There's a total acceptance. Total acceptance. Yes. Exactly. And everybody else's. That's right. And everybody else's. The minds aren't really real. They're not real. It's okay. That's right. Okay. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Would you like to come up? Yeah, sure. Yeah, and we might do lunch there. Just just quick clarification. Yes. Yes, dear. So, would it be fair to say that one cannot love others or accept them as they are unless... You have completely loved yourself and That's accepted. absolutely true. Otherwise, it's not possible. It's not true. It's only a conceptual loving. It absolutely can't happen. It's about loving yourself totally, completely. And that's, that happens phenomenally. And that goes a good bit of the way for the step then that Selena's talking about. Yeah. And that's why, like, e- even, you know, even if you awakening has happened and there's some little bit of rejection of the character, man, does it fester. Whoa, it festers. And it, it comes up as a, a, a something kind of smelly. Yeah. It's a very important piece. It's a very important piece. But why, let's say, in looking at yourself and you see some qualities that you don't like. Yes. And then you still say to yourself, I accept that too. Yes. Right? Yes. Now, the reaction to that is sometimes more difficult to accept. The reaction to it. Meaning, you just gave the example to say, okay, this person, it's okay not to be friends with that one. Yes. That's, so then the mind comes and says, you know, that's not the right thing to do. Ah, says what? Where, where did that belief come from? Conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's a belief. And the right thing to do? Yeah. Throw it up. Yeah. Consciousness doesn't do right or wrong. Yeah. It makes you drive for three years illegally. Is <laughs> 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 it the right thing to do? No. Hi there. Hi. So a few years ago, I had a big opening. And um, it felt like, you know, a place I liked to hide, a um, place I'd like to hang out. It seemed a little better than Mm, mm, here mm. (laughs) until it didn't Um, until it didn't yes mm -hmm. and so it it felt like a coming down almost like in a a demand to embody and and live out yes um part of that process was it felt like as an analogy like a flashlight coming down and in in every nook and cranny that hadn't been embraced as you've been talking about was up for um, to be seen and to loved and a part of the scene. Since then, um, things have felt very transparent, very uh, fluid. And I remember last year you mentioning something about prior to consciousness. And that keeps coming back. It has come back um, 
And I'm not quite sure. I don't know if it's a languaging thing that is not resonating or, um, or what. Um, six months ago or so, perhaps, um, it, it's felt like, like the back door of my head is like opened up yeah. and I feel this like 360, um, there's just this crazy transparency where there's just this all around. It's, it's just open. Um, non-localized comes to mind that yes. word. Yes. Um, Is the openness okay, or does it, is it does, is it kind of got a nakedness nakedness sort of vulnerability? It has a nakedness. Mm. Okay. It has a nakedness. Mm. Um, I think there's some fear with that. Yeah. 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 That that might be a wise fear. That might be a useful fear. Um, I picked up the book um, Sensitivity for Spiritual People by Judith Blackstone and that's been interesting to kind of maybe piece together some of this fear I don't, I don't know mm. but it's something I'd like to explore mm. Mm. Um, we live in a time where, we're, where we've got to learn how to have this kind of higher frequency in the world mm. And we're guinea pigs. We're guinea pigs right now. So, um, yeah, something is kind of overexposed, just a bit too vulnerable. Be fine in an ashram, but kind of tough from the street. Yeah. Um, so I'd be inclined to pay a little bit of attention to that. Um, energy follows thought. Thought is only energy anyway, you know? And I'd be inclined to put some kind of a shield, mm. protection layer. I was wondering about that, uh, and um, I, I wasn't sure whether that was closing things down. Yeah. Um, it's just over it, you know? Mm. It could even be sweeping your head like that. I, I seem to be just doing that. You know, it's just like thump, just like... I'm heading out, I'm going to town, I'm going someplace, I'm going into supermarkets, like, thump, okay. seal it over. Okay. Makes a huge difference. Do you know what I found myself doing? Is placing my hand three or four inches from my body, from my base chakra, and running it straight up. Mm. Running, and, and only up to my nose, and it works. Makes a huge difference. Otherwise, I come out of someplace, a supermarket is a good example, and I'm like, oh, I think I'm going to vomit. And I've vacuumed. And I will be able to tell you 20 people's traumas that are in my system. I have that problem. Yeah. It's disastrous. It's disastrous. Because it doesn't help them. I mean, for years I kidded myself, of course, when I was doing energy work, that, well, you know, at least it's gone from their energy field. Not at all. If they're not ready to move, they'll generate more of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it resonated when you were speaking earlier about um, the person who was open but taking on the energy of somebody else to mirror it to match it mm. and I, mm. I can I can relate to that mm. um, yeah there's a pull to it's a gentle pull to be in the world more um, yes yes but there's I can feel it in my throat there's a hesitancy to do that yes 
Okay, what can happen to you? It's like the grocery store. It's like I go to the grocery store and I come out exhausted. Yeah. So I come out and play for a while, and then it's like I need to retreat for a little while. And sometimes it's retreat for a day, you know, just yeah. to kind of... Yeah. So I don't know if it's just the le- learning, you know, it's a learning curve possibly, and maybe the shield of some sort would be wise. I think so. I think so. Because for years it was like, no, no, I, this energy must be able to cope in the world. And actually, it can't. I'm just kidding myself. I, I'm just kidding myself, actually. The reality of it is, no, there needs to be some kind of... It's like you put a Band-Aid over, over a, a cut in order to keep out bacteria. It's the same thing. It's just, it's just not appropriate in this time to be this open, this, just this open, you know? Yeah, I do, and that's really helpful to hear. Yeah, yeah, and it's not New Age crap. It really isn't. I've fought it for years, and actually, no. It, no, it's not. It's not. It's, we're just not evolved enough right now to, to know how our system just thinks that it's fine to be here, and it's like, actually, no. I think there's a should, like a should pops up to be yes. fine, that there yes. should be a capacity to do that. Yes, and there will be in 100 years' time. I think I'd be dead, but... Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, there will be. And, and this is what we got to do as we're in, in the guinea pig. We're, we're pushing out the boundary, no? Yeah. You know, we're, we're being awake in, in downtown, like. Yeah. You know? So, so we've no ashrams. So there's nothing there to protect us. There's no collective to protect us. There's no nothing. So what are we going to do? We've got to manage it ourselves. So you got to play with different techniques. That works for me. The zip-up yeah. works for me. Yeah, I think it's actually from Barbara Ann Brennan or somebody. So, somebody so, I think that's kind of... Somebody who studied with her said it to me sometime, and it's actually the one that's worked more than yeah. anything. That's the one that works. Um, yeah, you got to... You gotta, yes, Grace? Last year, two years ago, when I saw you... Yeah. With the same issue, yes. You said your your um, filters are out everywhere, right? And just pull them like this, right? And sometimes I even do that, where yes. it just pulls it all back. You just line up, up. yes. And it's line like up. that zip up. It's just yeah, line up, yeah. Yeah, and then it'll it'll stop that taking in of everything, yeah, because everything's not out connected mm-hmm. in a in an unsafe environment. Mm-hmm. where everything is so intense. Yeah. And so that's just kind of... Yeah, just a lining up. Some kind of... Yeah, play with it. Find some way of lining up. I know somebody actually who who tunes into chakras and just lines them up. Mm-hmm. And just like, whoa, straighten up, straighten up, straighten up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that works for me too sometimes. Mm-hmm. You've got to find something to... to you've got to find something. Mm-hmm. Can you talk more about this prior to consciousness? Mm. Mm. Gosh, now there's words and then there's lack of words and then there's really no words at all. <laughs> it's kind of in that zone. Okay, so after, you know, existence breaks down, the dual and the non-dual, and prior to that, um... Um, prior to any concept at all of God, absolute awareness, all of that peters out. And consciousness gets thinner and thinner and thinner. Thin. It's like a vortex, you know? Okay. Go deeper than that. 
It's like an outside of all, 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 all of it. And, and somehow, and I don't have the vocabulary for it yet, for it yet I, 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 I can't find the words, but there is a knowing that somehow there is something that recognizes that there is no consciousness at all. What I don't have the vocabulary for is how come I can talk about this within the consciousness manifestation. I, my brain can't get around that yet, but I know it's true. Mm-hmm. And I'm often like that, do you know, that, that I'm waiting for a few years to find the vocabulary or for the words to come. That's the way I work, mm-hmm. do you know? And that's the one at the moment that I'm kind of waiting for, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know how it can be communicated here, but, it, but, but, but yet we can. To access prior to consciousness, there seems to be something that you've got to have a handle on, which is having at least decent spells of time whereby no concept has potency over you. Mm-hmm. No concept at all motivates your action. I mean none. Mm-hmm. None. No concept at all. Is this beyond a... Uh sense of seamlessness a is it beyond um the dissipation of any sort of subject object oh yeah oh yeah way way, way beyond, beyond that. that yeah and i remember the last time or one time we spoke it was about space breaking down i was challenging yeah. that because that's yeah. the first concept is space the yeah. first first concept that's in manifestation is space right you know so we were pulling that apart all right all right being not being all bullshit like yeah. nowhere, nowhere yeah. even birthing, not even a seed for that stuff. Yeah. Every word is inaccurate. Every word. Nothing and take the concept of nothing away. I mean, that was useful for a while, but actually that's just a pointer. Mm-hmm. Like... Any suggestions in leaning further into that? Whatever arises, arises, throw it out. Mm. It's like, ah, void. Okay, gone. Whatever comes up, gone. Whatever presents is, 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 is not it. Mm-hmm. And the stuff stops presenting. Sure, you're welcome. I think it's lunchtime.